Hello. Hi. Welcome to the uh, the re-record of this episode. <laughs> it's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. It's all part of the learning process, which as teachers, we're familiar with. I am Ben or Mr. G. I am Peyton or Miss Rich. And this is Verdad Very Sad. Um, this last week, uh, I was talking to my class about how this warfare dynamic is going to go. Right, yes. I'm telling them we're going to go to war, mm-hmm. and here's here's the dynamics of it. Here's how the interactions work. Here's what you're allowed to do. Here's what you're not allowed to do. We had this very lovely little episode about our newcomers in the meantime. Yeah. But now we're at war. Right. Prior to that, we've only been doing stocks and right. selling our stocks and all of that. We've only been buying, buying and selling stocks. You'll remember that this was supposed to be phase three. Right, but we... We nixed n- that. We said, never mind phase two. We're going straight to war. Straight to war. Straight to war. <laughs> it's more interesting. <laughs> yes. Um... So, um, we'll just we'll just start in uh, in second period. Yeah, take me in chronological order. So, uh, in second period on Monday morning, uh, Gucci Napkin immediately came on strong. Good he for said, him. He said, "I have been waiting. I have been <laughs> dying to attack my fellow classmates." Yeah, not a surprise that Gucci Napkin is the first one to get not him a on the action. Not the slightest. Um, but he 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 buys this soldier for about strength of like 120 or something. It was like a super strong soldier, <laughs> and um, he attacks Theovan, his neighbor. Yeah. Because um, you can only attack the people next to you. Right. Exactly. Would you like to guess how that interaction goes? Who do you think wins that? Uh. Theovan's defense of about 10, or Gucci Napkin's attack of about 120. I think it's probably more likely that 120 wins, but it, do- it, it depends. It depends. In this instance, though, 120 wins. He crushes him. He crushes his dreams. And so Gucci Napkin <laughs> now has the, the option to... Um, he has the option to collect $120 from Theovan, which Theovan, frankly, just cannot afford. No. So Theovan, uh, Theovan surrenders... Would you like to guess uh, how he surrenders? Just like like a money agreement or some you stocks think, or something? You would think that it's a money agreement and some stocks. He does owe him $85, mm-hmm. but with the remaining, what is that, 35 45 what is it, whatever I, that number is. I don't do math. No. <laughs> remaining 35 to $45, uh, he agrees to pay a Lego set. A Lego set? A Lego set. <laughs> an in-real-life Lego set. A in-real-life Lego set. Right. Which Lego set? I have no idea. Okay, that's an important question. Is that? You should ask. I feel like any amount of material goods <laughs> is impressive. So they are now trading real-life goods. They are. Tra- tra- they're trying to tra- <laughs> Well, actually, they are tra- trading real-life goods, <laughs> yeah. I um, feel like that is a whole can of worms that you did not expect, and I also did not expect. I did not expect that. And, um... And so I kind of... D- I didn't know what to do about that, but, like, he agreed to it. You know, I wasn't going to make him agree to that. Right, of course. You know. um, but Theovan has agreed to pay <laughs> one real-life Lego set. There in is never a dull moment in public ed. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, um, this is not the only instance of this happening. Um, there was another instance where this kid, J.B. Money, tried to sell real-life goods for the play money. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was trying to sell uh, an Oreo to me for <laughs> for a a five dollar for a five dollar 
piece. One Oreo. Was it even a double stuffed Oreo? It was like a chocolate covered Oreo. Mm. It came in foil. It was for 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 me, like like I'm gonna collect this money at the end of the year. Right. It would have been a good deal for me. Right, but did you take it? No, I didn't. I was so tempted, I though. I know. That's probably the morally right decision to not take it, though. I was so tempted. <laughs> it would throw off the entire economy because then kids are going to be <laughs> throwing presents at me and trying to argue that it's worth, like, $5,000 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the right choice to Oh, but decline. I was so tempted. He actually ended up giving it to me anyway, but... Oh, yeah, classic. It's okay. I we can get like, you some Oreos if you need them. Thank you. I was, I was telling JV Money, I'm like, you can sell that to, like, your neighbor for, like... You know, the Monopoly money, but you can't sell it to me. Yeah. The bank does not do deals that way. Um, yeah. The bank cannot do deals as much as I would have loved to do that, because I thought it was so funny, and <laughs> I thought it was such a great idea. Um, but yeah, so so the, the that did not happen, but he did try. It's quite a disparity between an Oreo and a Lego set, though. You would think so. Um, we've got... Um, what else happened in a second? Uh, so, so, in second, Gucci Napkin is kind of the only aggressor. Uh, in second, we really don't see anybody else making any moves. It's just Gucci Napkin attacking the guys next to him, and just taking him for all they're worth. Classic Gucci Napkin. Um, Gucci Napkin actually, uh, attacked Bluis the next day. Mm. You're Mm -hmm. only allowed to make one attack per day. But the next day, on Tuesday, he attacked Bluis... For it was, I guess it must have been a hundred dollar soldier, because um, I have it written down here now. Um, but he attacks Bluest for a hundred dollars at the hundred dollar soldier. Bluest defends with ten. Would you like to guess how that goes? Um, I'm gonna say that probably Bluest is losing this interaction. Bluest lost. Um, but uh, made a surrender agreement. Oh, which okay. Was really not in Gucci Napkin's like favor. Hmm. But. Basically, Bluis gave him all of the cash money that he had on him, which was $30. Oh, yeah, that's all the money. Which I'm positive Bluis' net worth is higher than that. Oh, um, okay. I'm positive Bluis has stocks, you know, Oh, okay. everyone and everyone and everyone. So you're not but saying that he has more, like, physical cash right. than $30, just that he but, has more but net But Gucci worth. Napkin could obligate him to sell his stocks. Like, yeah. he owes Gucci Napkin $100. Mm-hmm. But they, they just agreed to a surrender agreement, $30. I think um, this is something I ended up talking about a bit in my fourth period. Um, if you owe the bank a million dollars, yes, you have a problem. Absolutely. If you owe the bank a billion dollars, the bank has a problem. Yes, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, and I think Gucci Napkin is aware of that. I think mm-hmm. Gucci Napkin is aware that like he is not going to get all of the cash that he is owed every time he makes an attack. Right. And I think he would rather make these like quick but very powerful and effective steps against people rather than like negotiating these whole like, all right, sell your stocks and I'll take one of your stocks for $300 or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, no one's dealing with $300 kind of amounts yet, but like, I think he's aware of that. And, and with that awareness, he's just like taking his wins. He's taking these large chunks of people's money. $30 is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then just like, leaving um which is an interesting is an interesting tactic because he he could obligate him to pay more absolutely but he's not he's just saying like thanks for the 30 dollars we're good hmm. um interesting tactic by gucci napkin it, it is interesting um and but i think this is having 
back back to the idea of of him being the only aggressor i think it's having this very large influence over the rest of the class where we're seeing these um this like price leader effect again people are seeing oh he's attacking with a hundred dollar soldier it's not worth it if i attack with like a ten dollar soldier yeah you know mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of hesitation and i almost pulled the the game from second period because i wasn't sensing that much engagement but then I talked to Meh uh, during sixth period because he stops by during sixth period, and Meh was like, "No, this is just a very patient population, yeah. and and the kids who are in here are waiting to make their moves." Meh himself is our, our little shogun, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, trying trying to be the shogun of the state is not making any moves. Yeah, I think that's true in pretty much every dynamic though each class is going to be different it's one of yeah. the things that makes this conversation so interesting yes because you're not going to get the same results you're not with each class um but yeah like like mushrooms got like a soldier of like 50 dollars and a defense of like 60 something and it's just not doing anything with it yeah he's just waiting and i know that like taco and bluis and meh all want to make attacks and none of them are doing it and bobby land I know, like, has a lot of money, and I think he wants to play, but he's not doing it. And so it sounds like they're they're just being patient. They're seeing what's happening with Gucci Napkin, and um, excuse me, they're seeing what's happening with Gucci Napkin, and they're just kind of biding their time. And I think, you know, looking back on it, the reason why Gucci Napkin accepted the thirty dollars from Lewis is because now Gucci Napkin is basically hassling Theo Vaughn for the money that he's owed. Theo yeah. Vaughn agreed to give him a Lego set and like $85. And like, you know, on Tuesday, you know, Theo Vaughn gave Gucci Napkin like a fiver because that's what he could afford to give him at the time, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Gucci Napkin's like, I would just rather have the money now. I don't want to make these future agreements. I don't want to make the you sell off this agreement. I just want the money now. Um, interestingly though, uh, Second period is very cash-rich, stocks-poor. Mm. What uh, do you mean by that? What I mean is, is people have been selling their stocks to the bank a lot in second. Oh, okay. There have been a ton of stocks sold to the bank. There's, there's this little box that I have where, where the envelopes stay, and in there is also where I put the stocks that have been sold to me. Yes. And would you like to would you like to guess how many stocks are in that like I call it the C? It's like because it's like anyone can yeah it, you know, the C of stocks. Would you like to guess how many stocks are in second periods C? Hmm. Twenty. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Oh my god. Which is which is the equivalent of like almost eight people not having their stocks at all. It's the equivalent of like three hours of work. The equivalent of three hours of work just resorting it. Um, <laughs> oh, well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, 79 of these stocks. That's crazy. That's way higher than I ever would have thought. sold off. Right. So that they can get the cash. Mm. But they've got the cash, but they're not reinvesting it in stocks. They're investing it in soldiers and in defense. Hmm. But the problem here is that Soldiers are a depreciating asset, yes. and stocks are an appreciating asset. That's me. And let, let me tell you what I mean by that. Is as the game goes on, more money goes into the game. 
Yeah. And as more money goes into the game, you can buy more expensive soldiers. So a $100 soldier that Gucci Napkin has right now cost him a lot to buy. Yes. It's a huge investment, but he's got to use it now because in two weeks from now, when someone's able to buy a $200 soldier for less relative of a cost, that soldier just isn't worth as much. Yeah. The stocks, on the other hand, are going to go up as more assignments are added to the gradebook. This makes me wonder, are you concerned about second period no longer having the buy-in to improving their grades because so many stocks are in the bank and they're not like invested in each other and in their own grade? Well, interestingly, um, not really. Do you remember Toenail who didn't own any of his own stocks? Yes. We have Taco who does. Mm-hmm. Taco owns a lot of Toenail stocks. And I actually overheard Taco specifically hassling Toenail to get his essay done. Oh, nice. Um, or to write his book because that increases dramatically. You know, if, if it's, it's trading at like $3 per stock for like 30%, he increases, he does his book and, you know, it increases to like 40% or whatever. And actually, Toenail did write in his book. And Toenail got like two, three pages in. And, um, he he went from like a 20% to like almost a 40%. But that's just not good enough for Taco to sell yet. Um, yeah. But if, 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 these, if these darn kids were paying attention, <laughs> <laughs> they would realize that there's something huge on the horizon. There's this huge opportunity and no one's taking advantage of it. And it's driving me crazy because we have an essay coming up. Yes. And the essay is $50 for their 50 points for the rough draft. Yep. And 100 points for the final draft. Oh my goodness. So we're talking about an influx of like $150, not $150, 150 points. Um, so right now, the, 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 the kind of value of your stock is determined by this like points. Yes. So if there's, if there's, we've been over this, if mm-hmm. there's 100 points and you have an 80%, you have $80 worth of stock? Y- yes. Okay. Um, and the points are determined by what's in the gradebook. Mm-hmm. So currently, in second period, there's 119 points. So, so you're going to, like, double the gradebook, It's basically going to double. It's going to more than double. Mm-hmm. It's going to more than double, and there's 79 stocks just in the sea that nobody's touching. And it's going to double, like, in the next week or two. There's this massive economic, flu- uh, like, rush that's going to happen, and yeah. no one's paying attention to it. I kind of want to take, like, Mujin, who just kind of seems like she's, like, under starting to under the understand the game, and just be like, hey, take all of your money and buy the stocks that are in here. Just, like, everything. Or Toenail. Toenail's yeah. only got money. If Toenail just, like, bought every stock he could, he would be, like, super rich in, like, two weeks. Are you going to drop hints about this? I kind of want to. Yeah. But I kind of, like, I don't know, man. Like... I'm kind of surprised that, like, Mushroom hasn't figured this out. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't figured this out, or that, like, Gucci Napkin hasn't taken, like, a kind of a closer look. Like, the kids that are, like, paying very close attention to the game should should realize, because I put it in Aries. Oh, yeah. I put yeah. it in Aries specifically to see if they would notice, because Aries always precedes the, the stocks. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens in Aries later happens in the stocks. Yes. So I put it in Aries so they could see it. They, they could see that there was this $150 increase that was coming. Um, and so far, no one's really taken me up on it. I wonder if you could drop hints in the way that, like, 
All right, guys, like we really need to work on this rough draft. Remember, it's going to double the points in the grade book. And like you're collecting it, like really get your rough draft. And it's going to be 50 points in the grade book. Like you just keep hitting the point thing, yeah. which isn't necessarily dropping hints about the yeah. financial increase, but will probably trigger some things in their brain. <laughs> sure. Um, but so, yeah, there's going to be this like huge rush. I mean, fourth period has like two stocks in the sea. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But, but... You know, I you would think that like, you know, someone uses their army to like attack someone else and take the money and buy the stocks or something like that. To me, is the ideal way of playing this if you're in second period. For sure. But yeah, there's almost like eight people worth of stocks just not in the game. In the that's scene. crazy. Yeah, not not in the economy. It's yeah. In the um, anything else on second period that I want to hit on? Um. No, we're going to we're going to move to fourth period. All right, here we come, fourth period. Here we come, fourth period. Oh, actually, before we we're in this kind of in middle zone. Okay. So I want to talk about the gender difference that we've been talking about. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I think that uh, I had this realization when I was talking with Musion, because mm -hmm. um, Musion seemed to not understand how the stocks work, even though we've been doing it for like two weeks or so. Right. And Mujin is this very smart kid. Did I already talk about this in this recording or is this the previous recording? <laughs> that was the previous the recording. Previous recording. <laughs> um, so Mujin is this super smart kid. This is the kid that like in two weeks wrote like 50 pages on her project. Yeah. And it's like, I'm done. I'm like, you are. Like, I, I can't <laughs> argue with that. Yeah. Um, super smart kid. And just um, kind of had no idea, had no understanding of how the stock system worked. And like, I kind of, because she spends her brunches in here, so I, I kind of talked to her one-on-one -on -one sometimes then. And we we did this kind of, like, very manual, like, oh, give me your stock. I will give you, like, the $10 for that. And, like, you know, I think she got it, but, like, maybe not. But I was, I was thinking about, like, there might be this thing other than this gender factor as to why it seems like the boys are engaging yeah. more than the girls. Okay. And my theory is is that this is a background knowledge issue. Um, and that people who play video games are more likely to take to this faster. Why? Why? Because um, there, are, there are terms being used here that you see in video games and that you see in games that you don't often see in other places. So when, I'm, when I've got a soldier of attack 10, Mm -hmm. Someone who's played a video game says, like, oh, attack 10. Attack is a statistic. I know right. what an attack statistic generally does. It generally mm -hmm. does something to other players. Yes. If you've never heard of video games and you, you've never heard of, like, someone's attack being 10, you might think, like, you get to attack 10 times. Or, you exactly. know, you get, ju it's just 10. And, like, I have no reference for what that number means whatsoever. Exactly. You know? um, and so I think people who play video games understand what's happening more immediately because they have this kind of background knowledge of like, oh, my attack is 10, but your defense is 20, and we have RNG, right? Mm -hmm. Someone who plays video games is going to be able to read that sentence very, very fluently. Yeah, you know? they're going to have an understanding of everything that's Th said there. Right, they're going to say like, oh, attack and defense usually go against each other, so we're going to have some sort of 10 versus 20 battle, mm -hmm. and RNG means that this is a random outcome, that it's not a certain outcome. Yes. You know. Um, but someone without that background knowledge is going to say, I have no idea what you just said. 
And the majority of people that play video games are boys. Are boys. Um, and so that's that's my new theory, is that I've just been introducing information too quickly. Yeah. And that I need to kind of take a step back. Because I've got these two girls in fourth, Sage and, and Mariposa, who are interested in the game and want to play it, but are very tentative about it. And they're like... They're seeing, like, people make moves, and they're seeing people, like, make attacks with soldiers, and, like, I want a soldier. I want a defense. They don't quite seem to have that, like, ingrained knowledge of what those things are for in the same way that the kids who probably play video games do. Yeah, that's a good Uh, point. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So on to fourth period. Here we go. Here we go. So much has happened during fourth period. I'm so excited to hear about it. Tell me everything. Um... So excited to hear about it for the first time because we did not re-record Correct. this episode. Absolutely, the <laughs> very first time, and we never talked about it beforehand. We never either. talked about it beforehand. Um, so, uh, fourth period, we allow attacks. Right away, Moloskata buys a soldier of strength 30, so for $30, and he attacks Alaska, who uh, defends with a strength of 5. Would you like to guess who wins? Um, what's the attacks again? So attack is 30 and the defense is 5. Mm, I'm going to say probably the attack, just the statistically. Attack. The attack wins. Um, and so now Alaska owes Moloskata $30. Okay. Because that was what he attacked with. So does he pay him $30? He does not. Ooh, what happens? What's up? He surrenders. Okay. And in the surrender agreement, I think we talked about this, you can kind of just negotiate whatever it is you want right. to negotiate. Right. A Lego set. A Lego an set. Oreo. An Oreo. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, so instead, Moleskata took four of Alaska's stocks. Okay. Which apparently, after the math checks out, is more than $30, given the stocks that were chosen. Well, Moleskata was very happy with this deal. <laughs> I'm sure. I would argue, though, that it might be to uh, Alaska's advantage, given he owed him $30 anyway. And when you surrender, you can't be attacked again. Yeah. By that same player. Ever? Well, the, you can if you attack them or you otherwise break the surrender agreement. Oh, okay. So, like, let's say you surrender to me, and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to agree to ta- to pay you $10 every day. Right. If one day you stop paying me $10, you've broken the surrender agreement. But if I keep paying you $10, for the rest of the game, you cannot attack me Exactly. Again. Okay. Or if you attack me, that would also be considered mm-hmm. breaking the surrender. That's a good balance. You hadn't mentioned that before. Oh, I'm and sorry. And I like that addition. Well, it's difficult to explain to the kids, as I'm pointing out. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, this is, a lot of this is, like, a... a teaching learning teaching experience for me which is great how do i explain things in a way that makes sense it's so that's the way it's designed (laughs) exactly um you're doing great uh same day maxville attacks moliscata right uh maxville attacks of course it's maxville of course you know he's pulling it's me hi (laughs) he's the problem problem. it's me no love maxville we do yes um but he is involved in all the action. But he is involved in all the action, which is part of why we love him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Maxville, our little trickster, all the way back from, from day one when he's scanning <laughs> Fergus, the same Maxville. Um, Maxville attacks Moscata. Mm-hmm. Maxville has money, but he is not the wealthiest kid. Yeah. Moscata is the wealthiest kid. Maybe Legoland, but Legoland's right. been very quiet. For in this. fourth period. In fourth period, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe Legoland competes with Moleskata, but by and large, it's Moleskata. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Maxwell invests 50, which is a lot of money. Yeah. You know, you have to remember that that many of these kids, probably their net worth is like around 100, mm-hmm. you know? And I would, I would estimate Maxwell is probably around 100, maybe a little bit less, like 90. Um, 
but uh, he invests fifty dollars into this attack, and he attacks Moloskata for thirty-five defense. Right, Moloskata's hmm. defending with thirty-five. Okay. Would you like to guess? Uh, would you like to guess how this goes? Mm, I think that Moloskata has more resources and a better chance of pulling this one out. Sure, but he's still only defending with thirty-five, and this is RNG. Um, but you are right. You are right. The RNG goes in Moloskata's favor. And Moloskata does 35 damage to Maxville's army. And now Maxville just loses $35. Like, that $35 is just gone, which is a very bad place for him to be, given he was already not as wealthy as Moloskata. I think if he'd pulled this off, we could have had, like, a real struggle for power. But, like, Moloskata kind of just shut the man down. You know? Yeah. He just kind of, like, put the boot on him and said, good luck, <laughs> GG next. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, during the same period, we had Ozlor attack Loot Lake. Ozlor attacked with a strength of 24. Loot Lake defended with a strength of 10. Would you like to guess who won that? Um, the attack. It was the defense. Oh! We had two defenses win this period. That's so exciting. Yeah. So Loot Lake. That's good for morale, I think. I think it is good for morale. Loot Lake defended. Uh, Ozlor's, uh, Ozlor's attack went from a 24 to a level 14. Um, so she just lost, like, $10 just right away. Bummer. Um, Maxwell. Remember Maxwell? I do remember him. Who has lost $35. <laughs> How is he coming back around in this? <laughs> He's a little upset. <laughs> yeah. Because he lost a, a big chunk of change, and he is just, like, immediately trying to strike alliances with people. He realizes he cannot take down Moloskata. I've heard him call Moloskata Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he cannot take down Bill Gates. Um... And so he's trying to create alliances. And of course, he's trying to take make alliances with the land fund. Mmm, the land fund. The land fund. <laughs> um, I enjoy them. I imagine them sitting in the back in business yeah. suits. Moloskata is seeing this go down, and he's, like, trying to, he's trying to, like, broker with Maxville. He's trying to say, like, you know, like, Maxville, like, you don't have to do this, <laughs> you know? Like, um, I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends. I know you just attacked me, and I defeated you, but I thought we were friends. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. <laughs> Maxville's like, no. Like, I love this, because, like, Maxville's, like, not in a position to, like, say no to this deal. Right. You know, like, Maxville is not, like, he just lost $35. Moloskata is way more powerful than him. Absolutely. And, 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 and Maxville is rejecting Moloskata. Oh, my goodness. Moloskata goes to Fergus. <laughs> and he says, let's make an alliance. That was um, a good choice of alliance against Maxville. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Fergus doesn't go for it. Ooh, okay. Um, because in the trial, mm -hmm. he felt like Moloskata was siding with Maxville. Oh my goodness. Politics. Politics, yeah. During the trial, Moloskata was super vocal. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, reading off evidence. Remember I said he was reading off yes. evidence? Yes. Mm -hmm. He's reading off evidence, and he's saying, like, this is what you have, and this is what you have. And, and he does this, like, like during the trial... Uh, Fergus was, like, missing, like, four stocks. Mm -hmm. And, like, Moloskata found the four stocks and said, you're not missing them. I just bought three, and then he got one, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, he is, so he's saying, like, Maxwell didn't steal from you. And so Fergus is mad at Moloskata for siding against him in the trial. Oh, my goodness. And refuses to make an alliance with him. How the turntables. How the turntables. So, um... 
and 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 people are talking about like net worth, and oh they're saying goodness. like Moral's got us so powerful. But so I think I think him. yeah, I think the ultimate thing was the trial thing. So Fergus denies him. Then Molaskata um, talks to the land fund. Okay, back to the land fund. Back to the land fund, and he's talking to the land fund. He's talking to La La Land in particular. La La Land's a bit more vocal than Yodi Land is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's talking to La La, and he's 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 asking him for the list. Oh, the list of information. He's asking him for the list of information, and he says, "I will protect you in exchange for the list." Oh my goodness! And so I, I forget exactly what the deal was, but he's offering them protection so that he can just look at this list. Um, this is wild. This is wild. This is getting so exciting. Um, and it seems like that's going to go through, but now, now guess what happens? I don't know. Tell me. The land fund is mm-hmm. in tension with Fergus. Because he saw him brokering with Moliscata. Oh my goodness. So because Fergus doesn't like Moliscata and the land fund was talking to Moliscata, Fergus is like not so sure that he wants to be in any kind of deal with him, which is all of what Maxville's trying to do right now. <laughs> Max- <laughs> so, let a quick recap. Yes. Maxville's trying to make an alliance. Right. With, probably with Fergus, probably with the land fund. And to take down Moloscata. Right. Moloscata makes a deal with the land fund, but Fergus doesn't like Moloscata. Am I going too fast? You're doing fine. Too I'm with triangles? you. I can see in my head who these people are, so it's very easy for me. I'm following. But basically, there's now some tension between the land fund and Fergus. Right. Um, the land fund kind of deflects this, and they're like, we're not going for power here. We just want to make money. Right. I don't know how well that settles with Fergus. Um, we're going to fast forward to the next day. Okay. Take this me to the next day. Same we, period? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're sticking on fourth period to kind okay. of make things more coherent. <laughs> so you'll remember, um, Maxville doesn't have a lot of money. Right. Because right. he just lost this he interaction lost with Moliscata. Right. Maxville declares an attack on Moliscata. Oh dear. <laughs> right. He declares an attack on Moliscata. And, and he's allowed to do that? Well, that's the thing. There was this huge... <laughs> we had this... We almost went to trial over this. Oh. Was was he allowed to attack twice in a row? Because I told Moliscata he wasn't allowed to attack twice in a row with the intention being in the same day. Right. Okay. And so there was a miscommunication there, and it was very tense for a little bit because after, after you declare an attack, the other person isn't allowed to defend unless they don't have a defense up already. Okay. Um, and so there was this huge, like, there's this huge, like, fight of, like, should Moloscata be allowed to put up a defense because he didn't know that he was going to be attacked twice. Right, you okay. Know, two days in a row. So there's this big thing. We ulti- ultimately decided on Moloscata would have increased his defense if he had known. Right. So he was allowed to increase his defense. And then Maxville was allowed to increase his offense because he would have seen Moloscott increase his defense. Okay. Right. I thought you said that you couldn't attack someone again, or was that just if there's if a, it's surrender? a surrender? Okay. Right. If there's a surrender and you cannot attack someone twice in the same day, but right. you are, are allowed to attack someone day after day. Right. So long as there is not a surrender agreement. There's no surrender agreement. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, Maxville. Uh, 
attacks Moliscata. Moliscata, uh, you know, increases his defense. Would you like to guess how much Maxville attacks Moliscata for? All he's worth? No, no. What is the strength of Maxville's attack? Because he just lost $35. I don't know. $5? $141. Where did he get that money? He went into debt. He went into debt to La La Land. He went into debt to Legoland. He went into debt to to Doberman. He went into debt to Fergus. He went into debt to all of these people. Just to get back at Moliscata? Just so he could attack Moliscata <laughs> for $141. But he's the one that started it. He attacked <laughs> in the first place. He just sees Moliscata as this massive threat. And so he went into debt to, like, four different people. Oh, my God. Just so he could have this, like, super strong attack. Uh, Moliscata is defending with a strength of 95. Okay. So we have 95 versus 141. Would you like to guess who wins this? I don't know, but I'm very, like, I'm I'm physically stressed. <laughs> like, I have, like, my hands rubbing my temples to hear what happens. <coughs> Maxville wins. Maxville dun, dies. Dun, dun, dun! And now Moliscata owes Maxville $141. Oh, my God. It's this massive amount. We haven't we haven't engaged with this, and Maxville is completely refusing to take a surrender agreement. Oh, okay. He only wants the money. Interesting. Probably because he's in debt to like four guys. What happens if you surrender, but then the other person won't agree to a surrender agreement? You, you, it has to be negotiated. If it's not negotiated, then you just take the money. That's the kind of the stick of it. Okay. That's that's the that's the the thing that like incentivizes a surrender is that one party can always say, "I'm going to just hit you with the stick instead." Right. Okay. Which makes you that that's where your leverage comes from. Okay. So Maxwell refuses to take this surrender agreement. Maxwell refuses to take purely the out of. Spite or because he owes so, money? I think probably because he owes money. Like, yeah. like imagine if you will, he doesn't get the money. Yeah. And instead, What's he, he said, like, let's just say he says, like, oh, I just want you to like move off your land, you know, and then like Moliscata cops to that and moves off of the land. Like, in that instance, Maxville has no money to pay back the four people he owes, and he's made four enemies. Yeah. Oh no. And doesn't have the money to like defend himself. <laughs> so he he refuses to take the surrender agreement. He refuses to take the surrender agreement. Cleans out Moliscata. Oh no. Completely cleans him out. So now Moliscata I mean, has no Moliscata, money in their stocks. He was Moliscata owed him one hundred and forty one dollars. Moliscata had one hundred and forty seven dollars. No, one hundred forty eight. He's left with like. Six or seven dollars at the end of it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Moliscata is a little mad. <laughs> yeah. He's a little mad. And he's challenging this. He's challenging this. And he's challenging that that Maxville should not be allowed to attack the same person twice in a day. Oh, he's not challenging the money borrowing. No. He understands that 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 was totally legal. And he doesn't challenge that. He understands that uh like he lost the interaction and that when you lose the interaction you're going to owe a certain amount if you don't surrender and there's no surrender agreement being reached mm-hmm. um but um he's challenging this idea that you can just kind of pummel someone into submission yeah i think that's a fair point for him to bring up it's a fair point for him to bring up um and 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 his his argument was like so he can just like attack me day after day after day until i finally lose right 
And I said, yeah, but you have to remember that Maxville just played a riskier game. Yeah. Maxville played a super risky game to get to this point. And it is working out for him. But, like, yesterday he just lost $35. Today he went into debt. You know? Yeah. He is not playing this safe game that Mola Scott has been playing where he's attacking these smaller nations for, like, a $30 soldier. Right. You it's, know? like, the, the, the high-risk... Yeah, it's a super so high-risk reward. I mean, Maxville would have been crushed if this didn't work out. Absolutely. He would have owed four people dollar, four people money, and he would have made an enemy of Moliscata. Right. And possibly these four people if he couldn't pay them yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. He would have just been, like, wiped off the map. But he didn't. The, the, the attack succeeded, and as a result, he's now got, like, four people he's in a strong alliance with, and Moliscata this massive threat. Did he pay off those people? I think so. Okay. I think so. There was a broader planet scheme. And and I'll talk about that. A broader in a planet scheme. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um. But um. I I, I said to Mole Scott, I was like, you know, like he's not attacking for free, like he he had to pay thirty five dollars yesterday, effectively for nothing. It was like he just burnt the thirty five dollars. He put it into a soldier. The soldier lost the attack. It just goes away. If he had lost this interaction, which the odds were not bad, I mean, 141 to 95, I mean, that's like, like what, a, th a third chance that the defense wins. Mm -hmm. That would have been $95 down the drain. Just yeah. like he just burnt $95. And so, so while it feels kind of, you know, bad that, like, you didn't win this, like, he played a very risky game. Yeah. Um, How did Moliscata respond to that? Moliscata kind of, like, understood it, but we have uh, this this other kind of fun dynamic that just popped up as a result of this. Because people kind of agree, they're like, yeah, it's kind of unfair to just, like, constantly, like, reuse and reuse. That's kind of how I'm feeling about it. Do you remember that little delivery I made before this podcast started, this recording? Which one? I just, like, I took a piece of paper, I said, I'll be right back, I need to go to room 86. Yes. Um... That, I was delivering something to La La Land. Would you like to guess what I was delivering? Stocks? Nope. What? La La Land is in charge of writing a law. Oh, okay. La La Land is in charge of writing a law uh, about how often you can attack. Why did you put law? How did this come about? Because this was his idea. Like okay. he, he had the dynamic in mind. I didn't quite understand it. I was like, I need that in writing so I can kind of understand it. Okay. Um, but we now have kids like writing laws about the dynamic of the game. And how are you going to pass these laws? Well, this one is about, like, the structure of the game itself. Okay. So this is something, like, like I literally just didn't understand what he was saying, and we needed, like, certain measurables. So, like, I, it was something to the effect of, like, like when you make a successful attack, if you attack twice in, in a row, then there's, like, a 10% chance that, like, you, like, take the penalty as if you lost anyway. Oh, okay. It's something like that. Got it. But, like, I didn't quite know what numbers he was talking about. He's trying so to institute some checks and balances right, to that. Right, some, some checks and balances. But So you as the bank dictator are just going to enact this I'm law if you like it. I'm just going to enact this. But I like the, the precedent that it sets mm -hmm. that students can write laws. Absolutely. I like the precedent that it sets there. And for things which are more social in laws, those would go to, like, a vote or something. Got it. Um. But it was a good idea. I didn't quite understand it. Yeah. It sets a good precedent. I would agree with all of those things. And I do think that you have to kind of think about... Mm -hmm. My worry would be if you just let kids attack the same kid over and over and over again, you're yeah. going to get, like, 
some morale issues for sure. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so so ordinarily we just say like the first ten minutes of class or when you can do this. We spent so long on this. Like <laughs> there was two major, two major, like arguments that happened during this period. One was, um, can Moleskata increase his defense and mm-hmm. and Maxwell increase his offense? And two, um, can can Maxwell attack t- two days right. in a row? So, like, this took, like, 30 minutes. Like, this, we did not get this settled quickly. Um, there was there was a point where I was like, one second, you guys. All right, everybody, you got to just start writing your essay. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, 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 so the 10 minutes have closed, and we get a sneak peek of what's going to happen next time. And boy, am I not excited for that. Oh, no. What happened was Maxville mm-hmm. gets his hundred and whatever dollars, gives it to Fergus, and <laughs> I, what, my response to this was, you can't do that right now. The window's closed. Oh. But Fergus said, I'm attacking Oslor. Plot twist. Who's, who's Mulaskata's ally. Oh, no. Right? So he... <laughs> He's, he just, like, declares where I'm like, nope, you can't do that right now. Like, yeah. it's part of it, like, I just couldn't deal with another one of these. Right. Um, so I think I think in the immediate future, I'm going to have a window where you're allowed to increase your defense. Hmm. Where you can't be attacked. Okay. Like, two to five minutes. Maybe, maybe like, five minutes increase your defense, five minutes you can declare an attack kind of a vibe. Got it. Makes sense. But, like... Because I don't want to have that argument again of, like, can you increase your defense? Can you not increase your defense? I want to put, like, a solid window. This is your chance. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, to, to have an opportunity to do that. So some problems on the horizon for Moloskata and his allies. Yeah. Um, let's, check out, let's check out the map. One second. I'm going to step away from the mic real quick to just kind of check out what's going on here. Um, so I might need you to kind of relay what's going on. That's okay. So we have at the front of Mr. G's classroom three maps, kind of like with little areas on them that are labeled, and that's how they were. It's my understanding they were put, names were assigned to spots randomly. Yes. And so students can only attack those who are bordering them, I guess. So Mr. G's taking a look at those. Right. So so Molestata and Maxville border each other in the the very north of the map. So we have Maxville and Molestata bordering each other, and they're at the northernmost point of the map. At the south is Oslor and Fergus. At the south, we have Oslor and Fergus. And there's just like a bunch of people. And a whole bunch of people in the middle. Um, but it looks like Oslor is, or Fergus is next to like a bunch of the people. Like he's got, Doberman is one of the people that uh, Maxwell borrowed from. So Fergus, it seems to be in the middle of the action. He's next to Doberman, which is one of the people that um, was borrowed from. It's also important to note that Maxwell is closer to Maxwell is in between Moloskata and Lala Land. Yeah, Maxwell is in between Moloskata and Lala Land, also on this map. Okay. You know, I think we can attach visuals. Can we attach to the episode descriptions? Yeah, that's fun. Maybe we should do that. In the episode description, I believe we can attach images. Um, so perhaps we'll work that out for you, viewers. Yeah, yeah, maybe we will. <laughs> um, so that is that's where we left off, and I was like, Fergus, you can't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you just can't do this to me right now. Yeah. The window's closed. Um, 
but boy, he's ready. He is primed. He's oh my goodness. To, he's about to buy like a hundred and something dollar soldier. One sec, what's Ozor's defense right now? More juicy gossip on the next episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, Ozor's defense right now is 24. 24 is Ozor's defense. That's exciting. So, I just, I just hope that Ozor heard that Fergus was going to declare an attack, because if she didn't hear it, and he attacks, and then she's upset that she didn't put up a defense. That's going to be a whole other thing. I think you're gonna, you're going to address that by allowing the window for yeah for increasing yeah. defense. And I'm just be like, you should have, you yeah. should have known you were a target. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all were friends. He's not going to attack anybody else in his vicinity. You know. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez. Um, so this is this has been tragic for Moloscata fans. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Really taking the L on that one. Um, going bankrupt, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure Moliscata will rise again. Yeah, I have confidence. Yeah. I have in confidence too. He ability. declared bankruptcy. We have a bankruptcy plan where, mm -hmm. like, you know, he doesn't own any of his own stocks. Very similar to like the 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 bounty system. Oh, okay, yeah. Basically, he gets bounties for his assignments now. Oh, okay. So you know, he does like a fifty dollar assignment or a fifty point assignment. He gets fifty dollars for it. Okay. Well, this so is a good time to go bankrupt then, because you have the essay. You're about to have one hundred and fifty dollars, mm -hmm. and he'll crush that. And yeah. and the the other thing I was I was telling you know Moloscata was like, you know, like if you've got like ten dollars tomorrow, like let's assume or you know let's just assume he's allowed to attack you again. Like he can attack you again, but like. He's going against your... Like, the defense never dies. Yeah. You still have a $95 defense. Yep. So he would he would be putting his $141 attack into your $95 defense for 10 of your dollars. You I'm know, not like, saying that he can borrow all that money again, too. Yeah. Which he might not be able to. Yeah. So, coming up next time... That's going to be such an exciting episode. We're going we're gonna to see what happens when Fergus and uh, Oslor crash. And we're gonna see um, we're gonna see how 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 much uh, Maxville pays back Doberman and Legoland and, and the rest of them. They've all got stocks. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be this is gonna be something. Got the essay on the horizon. I uh, yeah, yeah the essay on the horizon. Everyone's so excited to do the essay now. I yeah, hope. that's great. I I'm hope. so glad the buy-in piece is working. Yeah, I'm glad. I was really glad to hear Taco Hassling toenail and to see that toenail had done work on it probably because he was being hassled and very exciting for me as our lord and savior would say had to listen to all this drama <laughs> um all right, all right uh, well, with that bye con dios permanecer con dios <laughs>